Good evening, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of SCNS Live. Woo! Yeah. Uh, it feels it feels empty over here. I feel I feel off center or off off kilter. I'm usually more to the right. I seem to be leaning this way a little bit. Anyway, it's okay. You want to go left? Please, it's strange. You want to lean, lean left? Right now, it's you want to lean left? I lean forward. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all for joining us tonight. We hope you. Uh, Enjoy the show, but before you go into anywhere too far, don't you love these new graphics down here? Aren't they hey, awesome? No. Look at that nice lower third right there. It's oh, all spinning so cool. over here. Isn't that cool? Oh, just run that again. Run that again. I, I, it's, I see, it's, it's spinning right here. Isn't it nice? Yes, over there it's spinning. Right there. You got I'm very proud of this. There. Can you tell? I think I can tell. <laughs> can you tell that Jason spent 24 hours in After Effects? He was so excited. Like it was, it was adorable. It was like a like a child saying like. Look what I did. And then, and and then somebody goes, like, oh. I hate the color. Can you change the color to red? You you couldn't <laughs> see. It was yellow. You couldn't see the words. You, 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 they're right. We she was right. right. Yeah. I, I, she's absolutely right. It, it looks much better now. I like all of our tags down there. So please go over to those pages. Like us. Subscribe to us. Because we like you guys. Anyway, I am Jason the X. Over here, we've got Ricardo finally back on the show. I am back. I almost died yesterday, but I'm fine now. What a slacker. I was severely dehydrated from... I was severely dehydrated from food poisoning. I will buy the rights to that song just so we can play it whenever somebody bitches on the show. And of course, over there, we've got Cass. Sneaky P got robbed. Again. So did WWE. No, it didn't. <laughs> it is one big show. Anyway, um... Of course, we are missing Kat tonight. She is under the weather. Kat, we miss you. We hope you get better soon. Feel better. But on the board, running the show, and she's got uh, her own thing over there. Are you just going to skip over Cass? I didn't. No, 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 he did. Oh. Because yeah. I started complaining about... Yes. About oh, sorry. I started singing Despacito, and I just kind of stopped so paying attention. <laughs> anyway, over there working the board, turning the knobs, making sure everything looks and sounds pretty. We've got Cora. I tried to fit the cowboy hat on my head with the with headphones. With the spin, just not working with that? No. Too big of a head. Oh, there we go. How's your lower third over there? Isn't it nice? Look at that. It's I mean, so pretty. Jason did this like 10 minutes before the show. She was like, she was like, where's mine? Oh, it's right I here. I was not that rude about it. I was like somebody going to a birthday party with no gift and got to stop at a gas station to get a gift for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I got you this, this keychain from Circle K. <laughs> That happened in an episode of That 70s Show. They forgot Kitty's birthday, and they went literally to the gas station around the corner and got her, like, a funnel and uh, motor oil. The good thing about Texas, you can usually find a good taquero shop, so, you know. I got oh, yeah. you tacos. That's true. Yeah. I would take those. Anyway. Yeah. Mm, so, tacos. it is a special anniversary. Yes. It is. Ricardo, you came up with the idea for the show. What is the anniversary we're celebrating here? Ten years ago, in six days, The Dark Knight premiered. And gave us one of the best, not just superhero films, but one of the best films of all time. No. The performance of the late, great Heath Ledger as the Joker just it skyrocketed what a villain should be for a film. Um, I can't believe it's been 10 years. It's, I know. It's, it, I, I still remember just yesterday going to like Barnes & Noble and... Hot Topic and all that, just trying to buy every magazine, every shirt, everything that I could find of this movie. And just, oh, the, the publicity they did it for San Diego Comic-Con and just everything they did for it is just amazing. Like, they, they were, you could um, send an email to the GothamTimes.com at the time, and you would get an actual Gotham Times newspaper. There were three of them. I've got all three of them. Um, I should have brought one. But I didn't want to get wet in the rain because it was raining today. Uh, well, like, raining. There was I a scavenger hunt at San Diego Comic Con of 2007 before the movie came out. Uh, and it was, you know, you have to run around and try to find other clues for the Joker. There was a thing where you had to text in. And the more, the more people text in, the more oh, images, yeah. the more of an image of Joker was revealed. The first image of him was revealed. And it was just... It was one of the best marketing things I'd ever seen. Christopher Nolan did an amazing job with this film. Christian Bale did, was good as Batman. Uh, Harvey Dent, uh, played by Aaron Eckhart, was was pretty good. Uh, just the whole movie, just chaos. It was perfect. All right, save it for the main discussion. You're gonna 
Yeah, sorry, I was just... You get me going on Batman. He got a little little obsessed. Didn't you? I know, I only went to go see it in theaters like eight times, and he was more than me. Just eight? Yeah, I I'll say my my truth opinions once we... uh, Better be careful. Anyway, (laughs) but you know how we always do it. Let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. besides King Kong, like Rodan, and of course, one in particular, Godzilla. Now, this is setting up for the eventual Godzilla versus King Kong movie, which we don't really have a date for that one because we got to fill in some other stuff in between there. But Godzilla King of the Monsters is set to debut May of 2019, which is my birthday month, and I'm very happy hey. about that. Hey. Oh, wait, that's 10, 10 months away. Crap. I need y'all to knock me into a coma for about 10 months. No, wait, there's toys I want to get. So never mind. But Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters, May 2019. No one cares about what humans are in this movie. It just needs to focus on Godzilla. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Corey, you have a story this week? I'm going to just totally go out of order. <laughs> I threw everybody off. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, so everyone's been excited for the new Spawn movie coming out. And now I have a reason to be even more excited than I already was. Because Jeremy Renner has been confirmed to be in the movie. Oh, no, he's covering my face. Cover your ears, folks. I'm not going to scream. I already did that, like, for the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Spawn will be joining the cast of Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Oh, no, I lost his name. I'm so bad with names. What's his name, Cora? What's his name, Cora? Are you looking for the character he plays? Detective Twitch. Yeah, Detective Twitch. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so bad with names. I'm so sorry, people. I'm totally prepared. I basically read enough to go Jeremy Renner in Spawn and then just stopped. She doesn't even care what role he's playing. She just... He he could play crackhead number five that gets beat up, but I would still be like, okay. So he's just replaying his role from House, right? I mean, he wasn't a crackhead. Uh, he was another drug he addict. He was good. Same, same he did a really good job in that show. He did. Oof. But no, I'm really excited. They have said that Sam is not going to be in the movie. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of dynamic what? they have with Twitch and Spawn instead. Huh. I didn't know that. I, yeah. Um, I, I highly recommend everyone go check out the article that's on Sci-Fi Wire. They actually have a very comprehensive article regarding what all is going to be in the movie and kind of a discussion that they've had with all that kind of stuff with people that are in the movie. And it, it's a really interesting read. All kinds of good stuff. Not enough for us to talk about in our show, because it would be the show, and Jason won't let me do that. I hope they change course on Sam not being in the movie. I want Sam and Twitch. You know why they call him Twitch, right? Is he twitchy? Because he doesn't. Oh, okay. That Twitch, is a, Twitch is a sharpshooter in the comics. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. And that's I was why we call him Twitch. Me not what Twitch that is means. like Twitch is like the he's very quiet and reserved. Have you ever saw did you ever see the Spawn animated series? No, I've been trying to find oh, it though. It's a perfect representation of what Twitch is in the comics. And I really want Jeremy Renner to play it that way. Twitch is calm, cool, doesn't raise his voice, and can shoot the wings off of a fly. He can do that. Oh, I yeah, mean Jeremy definitely. Renner can totally pull that off. So, oh, definitely. So I'm th- this is shaping up to be a really good cast for this movie, too. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me This is solid. Like, when he first appeared in Thor, the first movie, like, he was just kind of calm and collected with that bow, just I mean, he always it. has been. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I may have screamed. In Civil War, he's he had like, to ruin the hey, what's up, guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, Cass, what have you got for us this week? All righty. It is July, which means Emmy nominations have come out today. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, this is the first year that Netflix has actually surpassed HBO in number of nominations. Um, this is only five years after the first time they got nominated, which they were nominated for 14 Emmy nominations across the board. This time, Netflix has 112 to HBO's measly 108. Oh, wow. Um, Still. Jesus. Seriously. Uh, Netflix and HBO have dominated television for the past couple of years. Uh, HBO, obviously, for much longer than that. Um, Netflix can partially thank uh, Glow, Stranger Things, The Crown for uh, their Emmy nominations. And uh, obviously, HBO has the juggernaut Game of Thrones. Uh, Westworld not too far behind. Westworld, no. Westworld is picking up a few, including uh, Evan Rachel Wood for lead actress and Ed Harris for, I want to say, is either supporting or featured or whatever their version of featured is. And I don't remember which one it is. Um, Also, Jeffrey Wright for lead male. Oh, I love Jeffrey Wright. He's, oh, he's amazing. He's gorgeous. Uh, We also got some Amazon in there with Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is a freshman. Yeah, freshman, uh, as is Glow, and The Crown. We also got Handmaid's Tale, which I think their freshman was last year. Um, they're leading. Basically, it's them versus Game of Thrones this year, as far as just a number of nominations. Uh, both of those fantastic shows, if you like rape. Um, no, no, they're both very good shows. They just have a lot of rape in them, and I, I don't like that. Uh, the Emmys will be September 17th. They are being hosted by uh, the two... Oh, was it the SNL thing Seth Meyers used to do? Weekend Update. Weekend Update. Which, like, is okay. They're okay. But them (laughs) hosting that Emmy is... Now you may say, Cass, it's all BS, right? It's all political, and it's all just... I don't know. They nominate basically whoever they want. Half of them don't watch the shows and you may say Cass just it's all bullshit and I will tell you that is true Ricardo oh wasn't there someone else nominated someone that is like a big (laughs) hero to us that you told me about earlier if you listen to me or Ricardo for long enough uh you will (laughs) will hear the name Lin-Manuel Miranda uh he was a guest shut your mouth uh, he was a guest on Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, the Larry David show, and he got nominated for a uh, guest. Didn't he ever win an Emmy, though? He did. Yeah. Yeah, he just needs an Oscar now. That's right. That's where you can get the EGOT. He got yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cora, real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Spawn Animated is on HBO. So if you know someone with HBO Go. I have the box my- set. There we go. Oh, perfect. Better. My roommate also has HBO Go, so either way, I'm getting to watch this. I'm so there so you excited. go. You you can think. Go watch Newsroom. You can thank Mr. Evan uh, Prado for that. He's oh, a hey, Aaron. That's uh, Wonder Twins Powers Activate Show. Really good. Hey. Show. Really hey. great podcast. Yes. I like the name of that t- of that yes. show. Hello. Uh, another friend of ours, uh, Danae Cortez does it. I don't love Danae. Yeah. So definitely check them out. You need. Some, I want to get him on the show, and tonight would have been a perfect night to bring him on the show, but it would have been really short notice. Anyway, uh, I got super excited when I saw this just because I was already excited that we had the younger version of Lando Calrissian this year. Okay. Next year, they got nominated too. Sorry. Uh, this uh, and with Star Wars coming out next year, we're getting the OG Lando Calrissian back. Billy D. Williams okay. has signed on to come back in Star Wars episode Star Wars episode nine. Um, to return as Nyla Clarissian. Uh, there's been some chatter for it for a while, but he finally joined production. Um, he had to pull out, pull out of a couple of, uh, of a film he was going to do in order to do uh, the live action uh, Lando. He has been doing Lando Clarissian for a little bit and voice acting, uh, like in Rebels and a bunch of other. I think I believe he was in Rebels, uh, but he's been doing um, yes. But he has been voicing. Uh, Lando for a couple of years now, uh, and so for him to come back, uh, I'm very very happy. Um, I just wish we were able to see him and Han Solo on screen together again, which really? 
Yeah, I would love to have seen that. That's awesome. Like, I love them in Empire. Um, so, but yeah, Billy Dean Williams is coming back to a galaxy far, far away. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, movie comes out December 20th of 2019, and J.J. Abrams is going to direct it again. Oh, thank God. So, and along with uh, Billy D. Williams, we're also getting Kerry Russell yes. joining the cast. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited. Like I'm, I was excited for. I mean, it's Star Wars. So I'm always going to be excited, but I'm even more pumped now that you it's like Star Wars. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I'm even more pumped now that it's uh, Billy D. Williams coming back as the one and only Lando. So, yes. You know, it'd be funny if he sees Finn and goes, "Holy crap! There's another black guy in this universe." <laughs> Um, hey, there was one in Star Wars Episode One, Captain Panaka. That's in the past. No, he I'm didn't. Not. He didn't <laughs> meet him. <laughs> yeah, Lando wasn't born yet. Dip. Was. Hmm? Well, no. Uh, How old is he? He might have been a kid. Oh God, no! Such no. We Did he live through the Clone Wars? That's Panaka? okay. Yes. I'm sorry. No, not Panaka. Lando. <laughs> <laughs> you just named like some. Some side character we saw run by. Oh wait, there was another black guy on the uh, in Empire Strikes Back. He ran by with the ice cream machine under his arm, <laughs> and he got an action figure. Uh, the girl. Okay. So, did, so did the little the little uh, the. It's not a robot. It's a the guy with augmentation. That he actually he did an, something. What the, did he? Do? The girl that got the girl that like in Empire that said like. Uh, ships in range or something got an action figure. Okay, if she gets an action figure, I vote Thomas Brody Sangster gets an action figure for his one line Who? in Force Awakens. Thomas Brody Sangster. Um, I'm trying to casually open that figure under the table. It's not working. Just just open it. Just like rip it off what like a band What are you even opening in the oh. middle of this show? That's not what it looks like Tom from this Dagger. angle. Why did you wait until the show to do that? You had like two hours it's Jason. before we got here to open it. Here, I'm no, just going to turn the camera right to you. Thomas keep Freddy going, Sangster. keep going. You know who that is, right? He's the, the kid from Love Actually. Oh, he okay. He was in Force Awakens. What did he do in Force as, Awakens? As Finn and Poe were exiting, he was like, hey, there's a TIE fighter leaving. And then they blew him up. <laughs> What? I vote he gets an action figure. It's like what random characters get action figures? Does he get like like a half blown up figure, or does he get? Do we get like oh, a yeah. full version of oh, him? Oh yeah, no, I vote half blown up. Half blown up, cool. It could be worse. They released a figure in the first Force Awakens line, the Constable Zuvio, and he never appeared in the movie. Yeah, that was a oh man. As a joke on my top ten Star Wars Black Series figures, <laughs> I had him as number one. And I was like, the hero of Force Awakens, he had so much screen time. And I'm like, no, no, seriously, it's Darth Maul. It's not this guy. <laughs> but he got a figure and he didn't even appear in the movie. What about Greg Grunberg? Sorry, no. Okay. I, uh, do you know who that is? Yeah, he was, a, he was an X-Wing. He's, Wait, did he live or die? He died. He, uh, no, no, he, he lived. lived. He, was in, he was in the second one. He was in oh, Force. yeah, he was. He okay. was in Last Jedi. I mean, it's J.J. Abrams' best friend. Come he, on. Yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't the Porkins of this film. No, thank God. <laughs> And that's uh, not a crack on, on, on anything. I'm sorry. Anyway, all right, that's the news. We could have a whole other show. I know. Of these of lame Star Wars side characters. Who There's a the reason it's Lobot. called Super no, Cool awesome. Nerd I like Show. Lobot. Actually, I think about it. Let's... What? I said Lobot, but actually, now I think about it, I like Lobot. Lobot did stuff. He was he was a role. He he well he like got. He got the signal or something and then did something else. I don't know. He did something. He didn't say a word, but Let's he did get something. into Star Wars timelines. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. No, who before who we needs do... the Dark Knight when we can just talk about Star Wars timelines? Hey. Hey. <laughs> that could be, Let's that's, talk about random That characters. could be next week's show. No. I did promise something on last week's show. I also said I was going to get a review for this film, but I actually ended up doing a bunch of After Effects stuff. So we're going to take a quick break. And we want you all to see this video for a new game that just came out. Well, it's not new. It was on uh, PlayStation 4. It just migrated to Switch a few weeks ago, and yesterday it became available on Xbox One. It is 20XTX. It is a Mega Man-style platformer. It is capable of co-op. I will have a review of it up this week. It is a very good game. I highly recommend it. Um, go check it out in the store, and it's, it's actually pretty decently priced. But we'll cut to that, and we'll be right back talking about The Dark Knight.
Alright guys, that was 20XTX. I have been having a lot of fun playing this game. I actually want y'all to join me a little bit of co-op. It looks super cool. I will gladly join. Did yeah. you get her? Did you get I, her out? I did. See? What is going on with her butt? Huh? She got like a weird... She's got hips... Here, let me go to your... She has hip your dysplasia like nobody's business. I don't know. Just, are we just doing a review of her butt now? I mean, I've Wow. Okay, okay. I'm just going to point no, out on no, camera, you her. can't really see her butt. You just okay. see white. You just her see her little, No, her, her hip joint is like way out of socket. It's, it's better than what okay. we've had in the past, okay? <laughs> this female body mold is much better than others. Okay. Actually, this is a different, I mean, I'll do that in the review, but they gave her a different, Also, Jason, can you make me a promise right here, right now on camera so it's documented oh, that you will never, ever, ever, ever open a figure on camera ever again during this show because that was an audio nightmare. On my honor Seriously. as a Boy Scout. You were never a Boy Scout. How dare you? Okay, I will. You know what? I'll make you take the Girl Scout oath instead. Hey, you hey, know hey, what? hey, I don't swing that way. Hey, it's 2018. You know, go for it. Boys are allowed in Girl Scouts. Yeah, and girls are I'm allowed in Boy Scouts. Well, kind of. Hand gesture she was making back there. Oh, uh, don't do that. Oh, that's that's the uh, on, Hunger Games. I, I don't. That I, no, this is the Girl Scouts. Scout. This, this, this is the no. Scout of Honor. On my honor, I will try to serve and my country to help people with all times and to live by the Girl Scout law. The plush. I don't care about any of that. Just give me cookies, damn it. I mean, that's all I want. I have to know that to sell you cookies. So. Uh, Aaron says, "Don't do it. LOL. Keep opening them." <laughs> Dude, you had to listen to that. How is no. that okay? I won't do it again. I promise. That was that was not what I expected it to be. And there, I got my. Dad you right. should have stopped the minute you noticed that we all looked at you like going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then you continued. It's, it's, it, right, it you was distracting the crap out of Ricardo. <laughs> It was the worst that I've cut farts and nobody no, could say anything. No, the I didn't no, you know what the worst part was? I kept trying to mute you and then you kept trying to talk. <laughs> I should have just left really you muted. I was trying to mask the sample. Well, <laughs> if, I, didn't if I had been able to mute you, I could have. Well, we could just spend all night bashing <laughs> me, but instead we're going to move on to the main topic of tonight's show. Wait, yes. that wasn't the main the topic? The Dark Knight. Now, yep. The Dark Knight, I am not the biggest Batman fan. I will admit that, but... The Dark Knight is a masterpiece of cinema. Yes. It is an awesome superhero film. And honestly, I think it was one of the reasons that maybe we're in this newer this this new age of superhero movies being very popular and uh, well accepted. And more people going to watch them. Well done. Yeah, it's very yeah. well done. But focusing on that, I do think it helped pave the way. I mean, it did come a lot it did come out around the time that Iron Man did as well. So okay. came out two months later. We had two good superhero movies and I think it really helped kick off the genre as far as movies. But Focusing on Dark Knight, I mean, coming from Batman Begins, which I thought was a solid movie. Yeah. Um, you know. It was a nice realistic take to it, which was Batman with, they came out in 89, and then Batman Returns. Let's uh, just forget about those cartoony pieces of crap. And George no, Clinton, no, 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 that, that's, that's, excuse no, 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 no Slight, but no. Clooney, no. I give no, no. And no. I blame Joel Schumacher for that. I blame Warner Brothers and Joel Schumacher for just trying to. Because there were, there were, there was a thing that were um, the guy who played Robin. Um, I forgot his name. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to get into character when the director's going, okay, guys, remember, this is for toys. It's a toy movie. Like, it's hard to kind of really take that seriously. Um, but. No, when it like the Batman eighty nine Batman and the and the uh, uh, Batman Returns, which came out in ninety two, which same year as Batman the animated series came out, um, those were realistic ish, but still a little fantastic, fantastical. Mm -hmm. But with Nolan's Batman Begins, it was very grounded. It was realistic with a little, like a tiny bit of fantastical in there with. Uh, like Scarecrow's poison, which came from a flower, which you know, it's like that could be reasonable. Like that could that actually happen? Possibly, you know, make a poison powder out of flowers and you know make people hallucinate. I mean, that's what LSD is anyway. So, in a way, I guess. So I don't back know. to the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, sorry. I was going. So I go. I go on rants. Batman, I think after those movies, we did need a reboot, and Batman Begins successfully accomplished that. Um. But the Dark Knight came out. He's already established. He's fighting crime. And he could also move his neck this time around, which I yes. thought was a plus. 
That's one of the things that uh, the whole series did really well. And I, I do think that if you're going to talk about Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, that you do have to address the wave of nonsense that came before. Um, there was a lot of missteps, and it, it tended towards the ridiculous, towards the fantastical. And there was a lot of people, and it's been, even, even Spider-Man kind of, it was much darker than we had seen superhero movies be in the past. But it was still kind of fantastical, and I think that we were, uh, as a, I don't know, as a society, as a, as a nerd community, we were ready for something that was different, that was very different, and um, Batman Begins absolutely accomplished that. Uh, it was dark, it was gritty, it was different than we had ever seen before, and so you put out this one amazing movie that everybody's loved, everybody that likes Batman has loved, and so... You're in that position, and you need to put out a sequel. I mean, you pick the hardest bad guy to get right. Yeah. Not only you pick two of the hardest bad guys to get right, and you're trying to do an origin story for both of them, and you're trying to be true to the Batman that you already created, um, and have him introduced to bad guys instead of bad guys forming from what he already knows. That is insanely difficult to do. And uh, one of the things that Christopher Nolan has done, did extremely well, was uh, morph and uh, change. Change his universe. Yeah. Changing universes is so hard to do. Marvel has done a pretty good job of it. But this was Batman evolving. Batman taking the next step forward. And that's, that's not bad. Oh, God. I was just got that popping out. Oh, wait. Yep, yep. Do, do, do it again. Do it again. Ooh. Nice. That's pretty good. If you would let, if you let me put makeup on your face, you would be like a really good Harvey. Please let me put scarf tissue on your face. No. Yes. Okay. Anyway, let's get I'm some, sorry I distracted you. Let's everybody. get some toilet paper and some and latex. Some yes. blue paint. I honestly didn't know I, got, I was capable of I got doing all that. The face I was just joking around. But anyway. Let's get some so spirit you gum up in here. Our very own Harvey yes. Dent. Is, is that my next cosplay, buddy? I believe in Jason Dilworth. Okay, my next cosplay is is is. After you finish McCree, huh? yeah, you got to finish McCree gotta first. Finish though. McCree, come I'm, on. I'm very far on that. Now. I know you are. I am not far on Aloy, but whatever. What? Um, but yeah, it was it was an evolution of Batman as we haven't we hadn't really seen Batman animated. Didn't really do that. God knows the '90s Batman. Batman didn't evolve or change or grow at all. '90s Batman, the animated series, you mean? No, 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 no. Okay. no. Animated series, he grew here and there, oh, okay. but he was very consistent. I'm talking about '90s movies. Oh, okay. He oh. did not evolve at all, and The Dark Knight is a true evolution. Of he Batman. pulled out a damn credit card. I'm sorry. A bat sorry. credit card. <sighs> I'm sorry. For his bat money, in the bat bank account. <laughs> and, it, and it said expiration date forever. I. I accidentally, on that part, in the theater, allowed, I never talked during movies, but I went, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And three people looked at me and went, shh. I was like, it it was, it was reflex. I'm so glad that I didn't watch that in the theater. That would not have been okay. So I think, yeah, that reboot was needed. It it was a different Batman. One of my favorite Batman stories is honestly year one. Year one is is probably my favorite. Well, not, not... But it's we get to see Bruce come up, and that's one of my problems with Batman. We never really see. He doesn't change a lot. I want to see that transition. Yeah. To I I was hoping so much during Batman Begins we would see a a redo of the scene where he blows apart the wall and puts a little cover over the fire. You've 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 eaten of this city. Oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) For far too, and he puts the fire. I wanted to see that, but you know what? It still worked for me. It did. But for the Dark Knight to come out, he's already established, and to give him... Well, I mean, honestly, the, the Dark Knight was Heath Ledger's movie. Yeah. Very much so. He, he, he overtook that. Like, As he, a he, good Joker tends to But he to needed yeah. to do that, because we've already seen Batman. We know Batman is usually defined by his rogues gallery, and arguably Joker is his greatest villain, even though he should have killed him long ago, but he doesn't because he's Batman. But everybody, and I like that everybody beforehand, Heath Ledger, that guy? That was me. No. There was, was so me. much. I remember that. I remember in, I was in high school. Man, I was in high school. I was in high school when they announced Heath Ledger, and I remember 
like the guy from 10 things i hate about you like him really i will say what? because she's not here to talk about it cat called it um the minute that heath ledger was announced i uh, i was talking to cat and i was like this is stupid this is ridiculous he's he's the guy from had broke back mountain come out yes he's the guy from 10 things i hate about you he's the guy from like he's kind of from the patriot he's he wasn't it yeah he's a love interest like this is stupid and she goes no look at his smile his smile creepy and it is his smile even when he's playing romantic leads is a little bit creepy and she called it she called the whole thing and we got a, a decidedly visually different joker than we've ever seen yes, as we well did. with the scarring and and kind makeup. of six stories he was but from that beginning scene yeah. where the robbers are getting picked off i was like oh this is a smarter move yeah yeah and i love that the final one getting knocked off i'm like and at that point i went oh that's the joker in there oh yeah <laughs> like no, no, you don't even no. need him to take off the mask you i know who took it is care now. of the bus driver bus driver what bus driver Pah. that um uh i remember uh, you remember the first trailer that came out because everyone was oh like, yeah this is Bullshit. This doesn't like. It. He's yeah. gonna be stupid. And then the first trailer came out, and we were like, "I, I just oh, yeah, we heard that the, laugh." And yeah, like, the <laughs> first time, the first time you heard that laugh, and I'm like, "That's coming from Ledger? Oh my god!" Because I was like, kind of going in. I was, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit on the fence because I was like, "It is the guy from Broken Mountain. It is the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You." Like, but I'm like, but you know what? I trust Christopher Nolan because at that point he had done The Prestige. He had done. Uh, Batman Begins, and he done uh, what was the other Memento. one? Memento. Memento, yeah. So he had like a pretty good repertoire of movies already under him. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna trust Nolan. Cora, thoughts on Dark Knight? I know you're not the biggest Batman fan. You you went into this saying, I don't have a lot to contribute to this, but yeah, it is a good movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Dark Knight. Um, I didn't have the same kind of feelings with Heath Ledger or Christopher Nolan, honestly, because at that time, I wasn't paying as much attention to movies as I do now. So I recognized the names. Like, I forgot Heath Ledger was in Brokeback Mountain. What? I think that was 2006. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I remember watching the Fine. movie, and I enjoyed it. I just forgot that, that, that he'd acted in that. I realized it later. Meaning tonight. But... <laughs> Jason's judging me now. I'm not judging you. <laughs> you lie. So you, but you anyway, sorry. You, you, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I didn't. So I didn't have that same thing. I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't normally see a lot of movies in theaters. I didn't have a lot of money back then. But my cousin had the movie, so he brought it over and we watched it. And I was actually really, really impressed. Like, I like I grew up liking Batman, and so my knowledge is basically the animated series and the Batman versus Superman cartoon. And that's my that's my knowledge basically. Oh, and the 90s movies and I oh, I wow. love them and they're fantastic cuz they're horrible. <laughs> they're I was I, about to say you can love yeah, them. Yeah, we got somebody in the chat you that can't agrees call with them you fantastic. right now. Thank you. Who is it? Danielle. To... Danielle. Ah, thank you Danielle. She's like blasphemy when we were dogging the other movies, so. <laughs> you get me. You we get still me. love you. <laughs> but um so my knowledge was really limited, and that was the first time I'd ever seen a more gritty, dark Batman movie that felt more adult, like it had grown to my age at that point. And it was, I don't know, it was really fascinating, because I didn't expect Two-Face to be in the movie. I knew the Joker was going to be in it, because I'd been told about that. No one had told me that Two-Face was going to be in there. Two-Face was one of my favorite villains for them. Or for Batman, other than the Riddler. And... Mm. Yeah. The Riddler's low-key adorable. I, I love his attempts at doing really clever riddles, and everyone's just like, dude, just just stop. That in Gotham. All the time. Everyone's like, <laughs> shut up. There were rumors that they wanted uh, Neil Patrick Harris to play Riddler at one point. He would oh. hold it off. He oh, would he would have like been like great. One thing I'd like to note about this movie, though, it had, it had a really good cast. We had Gary Oldman, Aaron Eckhart, I mean, M Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, who played uh, Alfred? Why can't I think? Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine's so we've got a star yes. study cast, yeah. and nobody outshone anybody. Like, around the table, real quick. Favorite characters from the movie? Cora. Ooh, that's actually kind of hard. I can come back to you. Yeah, um, start with cast. Joker. <laughs> Joker, favorite yeah. character? Okay. 
Gotta go, Joker. Gotta go, Joker. Okay. That was quick. <laughs> um, honestly, Gary Oldman was probably my favorite throughout the series, just because he, he, I liked his Commissioner Gordon. He's definitely my favorite Commissioner Gordon I've oh, ever yes. seen. Yeah. I've always been more interested in like the GCPD, and I thought Oldman really nailed uh, the Gordon character. Because from like reading, like reading uh, Long Halloween, which was used as part of making this movie, making uh, Dark Knight, uh, you kind of see a very smart, very oh, and Lucius. I'm sorry, Morgan Freeman. Why? What? <laughs> Lucius Fox. Yeah. Uh, but like reading, kind of reading Long Halloween, reading Batman Year One, reading uh, even uh, The Killing Joke, you get a very smart, very savvy. Commissioner Gordon. No? You don't think he's smart? Killing joke. Oh. <laughs> um, no, thank and, you. And just in the book. The, just in, the book. Oh, thank and, you. And, 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 but in like the original... Too scary. Go play with that. The original four... The original four um, Batman movies, like Return, uh, Batman, Batman Returns, Forever, and Batman and Robin, Commissioner Gordon was a klutz. He was an idiot. I can't even... I don't even really care. It was Pat Hingle. Okay, I don't care. Rest his soul. But, uh, but when we got Gary Oldman, it was like... Oh, he they they got a smart Gordon. Thank God. Well, going back to Batman Year One, he was one of the best parts of that book because it was also his. He first came to Gotham during that time, so that's why I appreciated maybe Batman Begins because I was getting that Year One. But by Dark Knight, he's the man in charge now, and I yep. really like that, especially how he protected Batman. You know, and he, he kind of had. I to. mean, he becomes the man in charge partway through the Dark Knight. Yeah. Because the commissioner gets killed. And that's, uh, it's... Spoiler. Oh, shut up. Ten years. <laughs> ten years. There's no spoilers after ten years. It's um, done. We're done. We're done but that. him, I don't know, Gordon, he's a little bit like Watson. Uh, Sherlock and Sherlock and I got jo- your Watson, sorry. That's not just for you, for people. Um, not everyone loves Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he's a little bit like Watson. It's very easy to do Gordon badly. Uh, because you're absolutely right. So many people do him as stupid. Gordon's not stupid. Absolutely you not. You can't be Gotham's commissioner and be stupid, which is the only thing that I hate about the TV show Gotham, is that Gordon is an idiot half the time. Oh. Um, love him to death. He's an idiot. Uh, but yeah, Gary Oldman, absolutely. He's a very interesting commissioner. Gordon, which also you don't always Oldman. get. He's amazing. Oh. Except for in uh, the Planet of the Apes movies. I don't want to talk about those. His accent is uh, a little weird. We'll, we'll skip <laughs> I mean, he is English. Did you figure out favorite character? Or? Favorite? Yeah, it it'll ha- it has to be Two Face. And Aaron uh, like, Edward, yes. Yeah, like so he, he did so good playing that just sleazy <sighs> politician feel, like. But also like someone that actually believes. Yeah, which is like weird. That's like fir- I like the believer. Like it's one of those like. I get a really sleazy vibe from you, but I'm I'm good. I'm good. Keep going. Keep like going. I believe in you. <laughs> and I loved seeing his like fall from yes. that to Two Face. Just how that change. The happened. hospital scenes were really God. powerful. Yeah, like he did that so he did. so well. Also, I just want to give props to the makeup department because yeah. oh, makeup he looked that yeah. eyeball. He looked juicy. He looked so juicy, and, <laughs> and it was so weird and believable. Yeah, most yes. Of the time, Two Face, what blue? Oh, like the, really? The blue? scene when he tried to drink something. Oh, and it kind of comes. And then it shows the thing. Oh, ooh, but and then he like rubs his chin like this, and it takes off a little bit of the skin, and you see the bone. That was yeah. really good. Like that, everything about that. I just felt, I loved it. I felt bad so that we much. lost the character so quickly because I was like, we I could use some more Two Face. I'm just like, so, but it was realistic. Originally, yeah. the story that they wanted to do was Joker gets caught, and then in the third movie, it was supposed to be the the trial of the Joker. That would have been interesting. And that's when Harvey would have been turned into Two Face. Like, oh. like in the comics, they would have splashed acid on his face, and he would have turned into Two Face. That was the original idea they wanted to go with. Obviously, they did not go with that, and um, well, for other obvious reasons. Can't have trial of the Joker without the Joker. Without the Joker, yeah. Um, so, but that was one of the original things. But I liked Harvey Dent in the movie. I just wish they we've had him more in there, or they saved him, f- just because I didn't think he was in there long enough. I they did him okay justice, but they could have done a lot more with him. I thought. 
know, Two Face as a continuing villain is a, a little bit odd because he's got that kind of different personality, and eventually Jekyll and Hyde, somebody's got to win. Yeah. And uh, the fact that a lot of times in Two Face nobody does that's a little bit odd to me. Uh, I I do like because um, normally, obviously in Two Face, Joker doesn't flip him, and kind of does in this movie he's very angry he's very emotional he's in a very vulnerable place and then joker flips him and i takes a little push fascinating that's absolutely fascinating because of course joker would make people go insane yes of course joker would do that look at me that speech i love that speech my nickname is commissioner because of that speech i'm probably gonna end up watching dark knight after this just (laughs) because it needs a rewatch every now and then i can just leave that here (laughs) But the elements they did capture in the movie, and let's appreciate Lucius Fox and Morgan Freeman totally just yes. being, I know you're Batman. I know I'm I not going to go through this silly I love bl- the coy stuff. I <laughs> love the, like, oh, you're rock oh, climbing. Oh, really? You want this armored vehicle for nothing, huh? Oh, I can, you know, I look at the news too, Bruce, okay? <laughs> I love it. And I love, um, something that doesn't get talked about enough is the it's not a reporter it's somebody at wayne industries it's like he's batman i know he's batman joker's like yeah reveal him no wait i changed my mind (laughs) kill him and that's one reason i I like because lucius was um not he was introduced in the comics but rarely used he's kind of like a sub character but they actually used him in animated series which was great they did yeah they had robin like Oh, you know who fixes the Batmobile? Lucius Fox. And yeah. but then they kind of upgraded him to being a board member of Wayne Tech, and well, not a board member, but research and development for Wayne Tech. And mm-hmm. he totally knew he was Batman he the totally whole time. Totally knew he was Batman. Totally knew. And none of this silly. I'll never figure out who the Batman is. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Just don't insult our intelligence. He knows. But, he can see. Hey, that's the Tumblr, huh? But Morgan Freeman playing Coy. Huh. It's adorable. Yes, yes, it is. It's so. It, of course, you would do that. He needs plausible deniability, right? Mm-hmm. I and don't so, know. Well, I don't know. Bruce Wayne was Batman. He Shocking. wanted. He wanted to back out of the driveway. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. He's the boss. This is technically he owns this stuff, so exactly. I let him have it. So That's so interesting. Speaking of that part where he asks for the upgraded suit, did mm-hmm. you? I don't know if y'all caught it, but the little um, reference to Catwoman when that movie came out, he goes. He goes, I need to get a new suit, and it needs better armor, and, you know, I need to, it needs to do better against animals. Like, he goes, like, talking, like, dogs? It's like, it should do fun against cats. And I'm like, yes. ah, ah, you're talking about Catwoman. I did not catch that because I hate Catwoman. It's been a while. But it's been a hot minute. Oh, yeah, I saw I that. I, I, I just, just kind of. Oh, I hate Catwoman. Mm, mm-mm. No, we don't. I don't like Catwoman. Yeah. I had a nightmare that my, like, friends tricked me into going to watch that movie. Why? Going in to watch the. 2003 or the Halle Berry version yeah. of Catwoman. Like, they tricked me into going to a theater and it started playing. And I'm like, in the dream, I'm like, what the fuck? And people keep shushing me. <laughs> and I'm like, no! And like, I can't escape the theater, which is weird. But anyway, totally could have. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll get, get into that later. Okay. Danielle Berry said, Lucius and Alfred probably have tea together to talk about Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Spill that tea! <laughs> So, uh, like, so you humor him, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> but he's doing good work out there. It's not big. He's doing good work. But like I said, the the star of the movie, I'm still Heath Ledger, though. Oh, yeah. From that first scene, we see him in the purple coat. Mm-hmm. And we see, that's our first look at the Joker and how crazy he is. Yeah. Scary. And let's never forget the pencil. Oh, no. The, that's the star of the movie, the, the pencil. pencil. The pencil <laughs> is the most interesting part of the whole movie. Like, I'm like, in my head, can you kill somebody like that? <laughs> that, because we didn't get a glimpse in in the previews. We didn't get a glimpse of that. We didn't see that scene. And so, uh, somewhat naive people going into the theater thinking that we're going to see, not Mark Hamill's Joker, but uh, maybe... Cesar Romero. Yeah, Cesar Romero. We're thinking we're going to see, like, a fun Joker. And I oh, remember, because right? I, I, again, I went to go see this movie eight times in theaters because I loved it so much. And every time I would, after the first time, I would sit back and listen. Because as soon as that pencil went into the guy's head, you'd hear, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, that's what, what you know. I lo- that's, well, this is going to be different. This is going to be so the different. The pencil has disappeared. It's gone. And... Just- 
It's so perfect. It's so, it's exactly who the Joker is. Yes, he's violent. Yes, he is horrifyingly bad, bad guy. But, so, but he's fun. But he's it's also, kind of but, hilarious. And nothing matters to him. Like with the scene with the burning money. Which also, that guy <laughs> never came off the top of that money. No, no he no, burned alive. alive. The guy that was up there. Yeah, he burned alive. No. Yeah, he, he died. The we didn't see him cooking. The calculator burned. I'm sure you can smell oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, burns his money because, as he says in the movie, dynamite's pretty cheap. Yeah. That's all I need. Dynamite, gasoline, and gunpowder. I remember That's leaning over to my wife when, when that scene happened. I was like, so you notice that guy never came off that money? She goes, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he died. So there was we're, a... We're watching him barbecue. It's like, PG-13, so we can't see it. But like, oh, no, he no. definitely it's, died. It's implied. He's I don't up know there. how that movie was PG-13. Like, I would, be, any... I would have been so tempted I mean, they could have easy, they could have easily gone R, but that's not Nolan's MO. MO. Yeah, if it had come out now, though, we would have gotten an extended version. Yeah, extended um, R version instead of extended Suicide Squad. <laughs> so there was one thing from one thing that I absolutely loved about Joker that they did, which paid a huge, huge tribute to Killing Joke, was we got three versions of Joker's origin in the movie. Mm-hmm. None of them. We've got. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, no, because even in the comic, he says, sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes I remember it another. But if I'm going to have a pass, I'd rather it be multiple choice. It's one of my favorite Joker lines of all time. She's like, you know, if I'm going to pass multiple choice, why not? I I want this one today. Uh, But, you know, just him talking about, you know, the the gangsters going after him and his wife or um, his dad. dad And what was the other one? I don't remember. But. And I should know this too. I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself. But um, just the little tributes to that they did for the comics, like, hey, this is a little bit from, like we said, year one. This is a little bit from Killing Joke. This is definitely from Long Halloween. Um, and like earlier, we we're talking about the makeup. One thing that Ledger wanted to do is like, hey, can I, can I do my own makeup? And there were times where he did. He would go and they would put on the little silicone prosthetics for his scars, and then he just take the the white paint and everything, and just do it himself. That way, it would look. Like, how he would have done it in the movie anyways. Like, yeah. Joker went home, put on the makeup, and then went out and, out and about. And it got, and you saw it on his fingers, too. There was white paint and black paint on his fingers from him applying it himself. So, it was very... It added a really good touch. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice, real touch of realism. Another thing that they did from the interrogation scene in, oh. in the... Uh, which... One of my all-time favorite scenes, just Batman and Joker just talking to one another, uh, was uh, Ledger told him, hey, just punch me as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Just just do it. Let's it freaked it. Christian Bale the hell out, too. So he was like, not comfortable shooting like, just, just do it. Just just, just punch me. Like, just, you're Batman. I'm Joker. Punch me. And like, So when you see those punches, that's Christian Bale actually hitting Heath Ledger in the face. Like When, uh, when he popped up in the interrogation room, I was like, ooh. This is serious now. Well, that's the first uh, instance I think that we get of uh, of Gordon really letting Batman go, and just saying, "It's your business. I don't want to deal with this." You know, one of the things that makes this we talk about these scenes. One of the, one of the things that makes them so powerful is this is some of Hans Zimmer's best work. The music yes. in this movie Ooh. is fitting for every scene. Yeah. Um, I got to pre- it was uh, Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard. Uh, they they were composing the film um, far in advance of the actual filming, and yeah. uh, Nolan got the music while he was on set and was just like, "Wow!" So I, I always want to give a shout out to Hans Zimmer's work. I will mark out for his work all the time. What? What? Do you think that Hans Zimmer? We're going off on tangent. Hans Zimmer's work has gotten a little bit stagnant. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure the world. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, go so his fiance is going to kill me. I won't go so far as to call him a one-trick pony. The man has no, produ- produced not. many, many. But like, but this work he did is makes some this of his movie. best, and it's that music playing in the background that really attributes it really attributes that love of a lot of the scenes that we have. And it was copied several times over. Oh, yeah. The Dark Knight is the beginning of that, especially in trailers that... Yes. 
that <laughs> stupid noise and, that was perfect for the Dark Knight and not perfect for several movies after that. And in the film, like you know when shit's about to go down with the Joker, just because you hear it's that bass, that me, like that thing in the background. It throws you and, off. And if you never, if you never listened to the soundtrack, at least listen to uh, the last track, which is Why So Serious, the Joker's track. It's nine minutes, but it's like nine minutes of just. I, I remember listening to it when I because the CD came out before the uh, movie did this before this right. before I got iTunes. Um, it was two thousand and eight. Yeah, we were in the dark ages. We were the, I still had LimeWire, <laughs> um, but I listened to that that Why So Serious because I wanted to see what they were doing for the joke and just listen mm-hmm. to that. Like, I'm not saying like I was going crazy, but you could like feel just like it was uncomfortable <coughs> in a Absolutely. in a good way, just because it's like. You know shit's about to go down, and this is kind of like you're uncomfortable. You don't know what to do, and that's kind of exactly what the Joker was kind of. I'm gonna make you comfortable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have chaos. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I don't know what I'm doing if I caught one. Like just, uh Heath Ledger was everything he said he was in that movie. Yeah. Is. Was it damaging? In the long run, though, because Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins, that whole trilogy, uh, DC has taken that and gone, people like Dark and Gritty. Let's do Dark and Gritty. And that, I mean, Watchmen. Um, the, Watchmen needed to be that way. The saddest Superman <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Uh, BBS, even Justice League. Justice League got better, but they're so dark and, and not like, just and not just in material exhausting the like the lighting in them is so dark that you can't even see anything is it the dark so, man's fault though you know hmm. Mm. Hmm. i will give yeah. i will give this one fault to dark knight and uh, i can give a lot of faults to, to the third one yeah the well, only thing is DC should have been trying to establish a universe here instead of allowing Nolan to tell these standalone stories. Right. So that is a fault I will give to them. They are now behind the curve as far as creating the universe. Right. That is a damaging thing about The Dark Knight and that, that whole trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a strike because they should have been working towards that at this time, but they were not. And now they're kind of paying the price for it. They are. Yeah. So Except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. That Wonder different... Is- Yep. Different. Hats but, off to Wonder Woman. But you know what? Yeah. There she is. Uh, that's why this poster's never coming down. This poster might be replaced with a better one, but that's about it. Oh, I have one above my bed that's never coming down. Like, go. she is my absolute you hero. Might. Yeah. So, and we got to start closing this out. Is Dark Knight an essential film that you should own? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Because it's not only a great superhero film, it's a great film in general. Like, you don't really need to watch Batman Begins in order to really enjoy this one because anyone that really grew up like I'm you know since like Batman 66 89 Batman like everyone that knows Batman we all know the origin story like we need because we get shown it every three years but you know you can go into this movie not watching Batman Begins and you will enjoy it immensely um and I didn't know Batman when I watched him you know, but what'd you think of it afterwards? I, I, I had watched Batman Begins. I was not a big Batman person. I watched The Dark Knight, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing. Since then, I've gotten slightly more into Batman. Slightly more. Slightly. I have T-shirt, one, two, slushy. three, four, five, six things on the table that I'm are so Batman. Proud. It's he's my favorite I superhero. To. He's my favorite superhero of all time. I love Batman. I've watched the animated series, watched the entirety of Justice League, I've watched 1960s Batman, I've watched everything, I've read everything. I love Batman. And I can go back and watch The Dark Knight, and I will love it just as much. If you don't give a flying shit about Batman, if you love Batman more than life itself, you will love this movie. And that's that's the best thing you can say about a nerd movie. I think no more needs to be said right there. Also, it's a movie where even if you're not a member of the nerd community, you can still enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be versed in the comics to enjoy it. Like, I could take, well, maybe not take my mom because she doesn't like those kind of movies, but I could take her if she wanted to go, and we could see that movie, and she wouldn't have to know 
anything else and she would get the gist of everything that's happening and still be able to enjoy it. Both my parents love that movie. They don't know anything about Batman. And yeah. Th- yeah. And I think another reason yeah. why it worked so well was because Batman kind of wins, kind of loses at the same time. There's no... Absolutely. He has to lose to win. Yeah. He can't win against the Joker. He and never can. And it's it's like... Because every, every superhero movie before... And even since, the usually the the good guy always comes out on top, with the exception yeah. of probably being Infinity War recently. <laughs> uh, but like this, but was, this, this was one of the first movies where he didn't exactly win a hundred percent. He came out like fifty fifty. Yeah, fifty fifty oh, tops. Fifty tops. So fifty fifty then. Fifty fifty tops. Know. You know. So it's kind of like you know, it's it's the hero we deserve, but not the one we need right now. The fact that that is so iconic that you can't stand it, though. No, it's absolutely. That's the Dark Knight. Like, that's Jason. the Dark Knight. Anyway, this has been a great show. That's I. I am not going to continue on Batman because I have different opinions. But I do. Giant Batman nerds over here. I will leave it off at that. But if we do have some announcements to make next weekend, we will be out at the North Texas Comic Book Show, July twenty first through the twenty second, out at the Irving Convention Center. Twenty dollars to get in Saturday. You'll want to come over. The cosplay contest will be going on. I'm hosting that. It is a hundred dollar prize for the top winner. So you got to come out and impress nice. the judges, huh? Nice. Yeah, you got to come out and impress the judges and get that money. There's also going to be a lot of uh, comic book artists. While we're talking about, uh, well, I was breaking out the uh, cloak. We have Rick Leonardi. He's a uh, artist for Cloak and Dagger. Steve Englehart, Carl Potts, Christopher Priest, who's a writer. Uh, Ty Templeton, who is the artist on the Batman Adventures comic book, uh, Mike DiCarlo, uh, Jose Delbo, Ron Wilson, Andre Parks, Phil Hester, a lot of great names and actual comic people, not celebrities, comic book people. It's also always a good show. There's good merchandise, and it's usually a good time. Please come out there. Uh, it starts at 10 a.m. out at the Urban Convention Center. It'll be a good time. You can get tickets at comicbooksdallas.com. Uh, other than that, uh, on the channel this weekend. Will we be there? Will we be there? We're going. We're gonna. We're I'm gonna all be there. I'm totally. There. Are you gonna be in cosplay? Uh, not for the contest. I don't like to take away from other people's cosplay. Okay. I might dress up in Chris Redfield. Right? I very well might be in cosplay. I will probably either be doing Roadhog or um, what's his name? Edward Kenway from Bring Assassin's it. Creed. Bring it. So, so come that, up and find us. Also, you want to tune in uh, Saturday night? I'm gonna be doing a live build on our channel, so it'll be a good time get together. I I go crazy on Saturday night. I'm building this thing, which I found. It's a hey. Megazord model kit. Join us for that. Uh, of course, you can always follow me on social media at JasonTheX, on Instagram and Twitter. Rick, where can they find you? Follow me on Instagram at AlamoNerd89. It's also in that convenient little thing that's right Yeah, it's right here. Yes, the, hey. the, the nice little thing you made for us. I'm so proud of that. We got spinny stuff. It is. Cass, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, both at Cass underscore Bradley, K-A-S underscore Bradley. And uh, you can find... Me and Kat at a super quick movie for super quick movie reviews that is on Twitter. You added the posters. Uh, we added the posters. We have reviewed recently The Thing, The First Purge, and Winchester the movie, which was lovely, if a bit disappointing because of lost opportunities. And of course, behind the board, she has made this show look pretty. She has <laughs> done all the things, made the cameras flip and turn. Cora, where can they find you? <laughs> Right, um, you can find me on Instagram at Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O, where I've been posting artwork and stuff of that nature. Or you can find me on Twitter at Hawks Perch, where I will continue to scream about Suikoden because Suikoden 3 just had their 16-year anniversary. I knew she was going to get that in of on the course. show. Of course. I knew she was going to get Released in Japan in. 16 years ago, Suikoden 3. The one that took a lot of risks, and then they reverted back to Suikoden 4, and Suikoden 4 is probably... I, I don't know. I haven't played it yet, but I have not heard good things about Suikoden so 4, so we'll see about that. Cool. Yeah. So, of course, over here, we want you to like and subscribe to this channel. Hit that notification button so you can see things when they pop up. I just posted a new toy review on the channel as well. But also, you can find us on Facebook.com slash SNSLive, where we're always posting news stories as they break. Uh, good stuff this week. A lot of things happening this week. Uh, what is it? Black Widow. Black Widow got a got director. director. Yeah, we even yeah, yeah. posted things like right before the show. And, uh, of course, on our Twitter and our Instagram, so you can see our hype videos as well. But, anyway, that has been our show. Thank you all out there for joining us. Chatters on Facebook. We love you so much. You guys are awesome in there. But it's time for us in the show. So, as we always, as we always say. As we always say.
Keep on, Keep nerding. on nerding.